The products discussed in this podcast are only available in the United States. Welcome to the Natixis Quarterly Update Podcast, where portfolio managers share their thoughts on the markets and their strategies. My name is Luke Palmer with the Investment Strategies Group here at Natixis, and today I'm fortunate to be joined by Joe Ferrara, Investment Strategist at Gateway Investment Advisors. Joe, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Absolutely, Luke. Thanks for having us back. Gateway just finished up a very strong 2023, both for the Gateway Fund and the Equity Call Premium Fund. Before we touch on performance, there's some big news out as of mid-December. Can you tell us about the new GQI ETF? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Luke. Um, you're spot on. So big news for Gateway. Uh, hopefully, as our listeners know, Gateway's been around since you know the late 1970s as really a pioneer in the uh, low volatility equity space, really a kind of a pioneer in the derivative space. What we launched in mid-December was our first ETF. So it's the Natixis Gateway Quality Income ETF, ticker is GQI. What the product is, you know, how it's designed right now, it's a an income-oriented equity strategy that combines a factor-based equity portfolio with the characteristics of an option selling overlay program. Um, and again, very much in the wheelhouse of, of what Gateway has been doing for years. The quality income strategy combines the firm's distinct expertise and quantitatively driven equity portfolio management with, an, again, an index options-based investing portfolio um, seeking to provide consistent long-term growth and regular income for our investors. Um, to break down the two buckets, if you will, kind of the you know the equity side and then the income side. Uh, so on the equity side, we have a high-quality equity focus um, for both participation and defense. In our research, high-quality for us, emphasizes companies with track records of high profitability, strong fundamentals, um, but we also seek to eliminate highly leveraged companies with poor balance sheets, you know, as you could imagine. Um, we're really trying to take a holistic view on the equity side of our, our portfolio, um, viewing business health as a combination of many factors um, and not just valuation. From there, uh, we have an options overlay as our vehicle for income. Um, we're seeking to generate consistent cash flow for our investors and, and cash flow that's driven primarily by option premiums uh, and monetizing volatility, not by interest rate risk. So in fact, it kind of removes interest rate risk from many portfolios. Um, hopefully what investors are, are saying, and as we're listening to this, uh, is saying, okay, well, you know, where and how can I use this or should I use it? Uh, and again, it's an income-oriented equity strategy. So. Obviously, we think it has a really great spot in income model or as an income model component, should be able to generate consistent cash flow. Uh, I think currently our indicated yield is somewhere between 8 and 10% on an annualized basis. It can be used as a conservative equity allocation. So there's broad-based equity market exposure, uh, but like I mentioned, with an emphasis on high-quality companies and strong balance sheets. Um, and then finally, it can be used as a complement to credit, right? We have that attractive yield component compared to fixed income. I know we'll talk about that, you know, uh, as we talk about the gateway fund and, and equity call premium. Um, but again, it can remove or help avoid some interest rate risk. So again, we're very excited about it. The ticker is GQI, um, and we hope to be talking to many investors about it going forward. It's definitely a exciting story to tell. I know internally at Natixis, we're extremely optimistic of the potential growth for the ETF uh, in this upcoming year. Shifting gears, let's talk about the flagship Gateway Mutual Fund. You just finished up a strong 2023. It started off with a record first half performance, and the strong performance continued into the second half. Can you just walk us through some of the main drivers this year? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we had a really strong first half of the year. Uh, the second half finished, you know, finished strong as well. And uh, it was actually the best performance for our for the Gateway Fund for the A shares since 1991. You know, we were able to protect very nicely during the the mini banking crisis. Uh, you know, in the, in the beginning of the year, kind of February and March, by by almost 500 basis points. Um, you know, as we'll talk about, and I, as I know our investors know, we are a cash flow positive strategy, which helps to offset those downdrafts. And um, you know, we're able to navigate and and withstand some of the market turmoil from fed announcements from geopolitical issues um all the while generating you know really healthy levels of cash flow from our our call writing portfolio i know we'll kind of break apart some of these different pieces but if you think about our strategy and some of the components that are are tailwinds for us um it's the absolute level of interest rates and the absolute level of volatility um on on the interest rate front we would still continue to argue that we're at much more normal levels when you put it into a historical context than elevated or certainly when you compare it to quantitative easing. Um, volatility, while it has come in a little bit, is still you know, well above levels from quantitative easing and, and more in line with, um, with long-term averages. I think as a you know a bit of a review, very few investors saw the, the rally that we had coming in 2023, and it's, I think, evidenced by the different market segments that we've had or that we, we kind of break the year down into different pieces. The Gateway Fund was almost in lockstep with the equity market, the S&P 500, through the end of October. Um, from there, the S&P 500 rallied you know, a little bit over 14% to end the year on a very strong note. Uh, as a portfolio that seeks to monetize volatility, again, by selling call options, we were rolling those positions up and out frequently to keep up with the equity market. Um, and we've certainly seen markets like this before and, and we're able to you know, function quite smoothly. Um, the equity side, I mean, we think is interesting. Some of the research that we were just doing um, and kind of studying this, if you look back at the last 25 years, calendar years through the end of last year, the S&P 500 has an annual return of around 9.2%. During that 25-year period, the S&P 500 has been up 20% or more, eight different times. If you then look at the year following that strong 20% plus move, the average annual return in those calendar years is just 3.8%. So kind of, you know, an interesting statistic. Uh, we're not sure if there's predictive power in it. That's, you know, to, for anybody's guess, but um, there are certainly a number of, of items in the marketplace right now that could cause volatile events, right? We have the election coming up. We have geopolitical issues. We certainly have Fed policy and the expectation that the Fed will be able to navigate this for a soft landing or, you know, something that may not be as economically uh, impactful as many investors once thought. Um, but we're excited about the year to come. I think what that stat really shows, too, is the the speed of the equity market rally is uh, historically unlikely to continue at this pace. And those uh, short calls that have been somewhat pressured in the last 60 days, just this, uh, I don't want to say likely, but historically would be likely to see some relief of the pressure there. I think we're hopeful for that as well. Um, when it, it, you know, What we're talking a lot about for 2024 is expectations or, you know, and, and again, we're a portfolio. We don't typically publish an outlook or, you know, try to predict Fed policy, interest rate moves, uh, equity market moves, um, rather take what the market gives us and position it, position our portfolio appropriately for a, a low volatility outcome. Um, but yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? There, there's a huge conversation right now of 
expectations and maybe Fed policy versus growth potential, right? There's a lot that's baked into this market right now um, from an expectation and a growth standpoint. And if the market and companies can continue on those paths and trajectories, we'll have a nice 2024, positive 24 maybe. Um, if growth gets reevaluated downward or there's pressure to the downside, you know, that, that could be kind of a, an interesting market environment. Well, I think that's actually a pretty good uh, segue into something I wanted to talk about, which is portfolio hedging and specifically fixed income. Uh, I have a good stat here. Gateway's three-year, the Gateway Fund, three-year annualized returns are now above 4%. And during that time, the U.S. aggregate bond index is, is below negative 3%. So just as a portfolio hedging tool and specifically with the the lack of protection that fixed income has provided over the last not just 12 months but 36 months right this is a three-year annualized number could you just speak to gateways appeal as a portfolio hedging tool yeah absolutely um you know, kind of similar to how I described our new ETF, GQI, and kind of some of the portfolio applications, you can also think about the Gateway Fund as having, you know, a couple or a few applications. Um, certainly not a catch-all, and we don't want to describe it as, you know, a, a one-size-fits-all product, but um, we are a low-volatility equity strategy. So by design, one of our primary goals is to provide equity market participation, but with half or less of the risk, as measured by standard deviation of the S&P 500. And when you go back historically, you know, in every every long-term trailing period, we've been able to do that for our investors. Um, we're able to do this by owning a passive portfolio uh, on the equity side that mimics the look and feel uh, of the S&P 500. We then sell calls to monetize volatility and purchase puts as an added layer of protection. Um, so if you kind of break down that the selling call component in particular what we're doing is we're selling a little bit of that upside potential in order to monetize volatility and generate cash flow for our clients. So as we kind of look at, you know, comparing ourselves to fixed income, right, there's that inverse relationship between bond pricing and interest rates, right? And it says that as interest rates go up, bond pricing should, should go down. Um, more than that, when you look at it on a total return basis and you account for inflation, we don't think investors are getting what they expect out of fixed income. Um, yes, an increased yield is nice, but again, on a total return basis, is that increased yield compensating the investor enough for the amount that the price of the bond has gone down? So um, again, we can provide that low volatility equity strategy, a bit of a ballast for portfolios. So whether it's hedging equity in, in a market that's kind of uncertain right now, or providing ballast from a fixed income standpoint, we think it, it has a nice portfolio application. Well, final question for you, Joe. Gateway is constantly putting out thought pieces on the current market environment. Can you give us a brief teaser on your latest piece and where our listeners can go to find it? Yeah, Luke. You know, thank you. Um, we, you know, we we try as best as we can. Like I mentioned, we don't publish a, a macro outlook or any kind of forward-looking pieces. Rather, we take what the market is giving us and try to research the best we can the implications for some of the, some of these new developments. Um, Again, on, on the interest rate side, we would argue and have written about extensively that we're much more in line with long-term averages than, you know, 
as elevated as a lot of people are, are thinking we are. Uh, obviously, there's a recency bias of quantitative easing and essentially zero interest rate policy. Um, on the volatility side, I would say the same. While we've come in a little bit as you know, using the VIX as a measure or, or an index to, to say that, um, we are still 30 and 40% higher than where we were for a prolonged period of time during quantitative easing. Uh, we, we've written about both of those topics extensively this past year. Most recently, we're, we're focusing on factors across the, the equity investing universe. Like I mentioned, our, our new ETF, the Gateway Quality Income ETF, which is ticker GQI, um, obviously has a quality factor approach. And in our research, and we're comparing now to kind of the, the age-old conversation of growth versus value. Um, in fact, the quality factor has been able to outperform both of those other factors over just about every trailing period that we've looked at going back, you know, 25, 30 years or so. Um, if you go back to 1995 uh, and you look at even sharp ratios, um, the, the quality factor outperforms quite a bit. The min-vol factor does come up in the analysis a little bit as well, in, in addition to growth versus value. Um, and while we think that has a, a place and a time in different market environments, uh, it pretty consistently has lower upside and downside capture ratios compared to the quality factor. So um, again, both of the or all these pieces are available through your Natixis rep up on the Natixis website, as well as the Gateway website. There definitely sounds like there's a lot going on at Gateway right now. I know Natixis is excited about the new ETF, but we're also excited for the continued growth in the flagship Gateway Mutual Fund and the Equity Call Premium Fund. To wrap this up, Joe, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Yeah, Luke, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. To our listeners, we appreciate your continued support and interest in the Gateway strategies. For more information on the funds, please reach out to your Natixis sales representative or visit im.natixis.com. Important information. Average annualized total returns for Gateway Fund Class Y is of December 31st, 2023. 3-month 4.62%. Year-to-date 14.7%. 1-year 14.7%. 3 years 4.07%. 5 years 6.07%. 10 years 4.72%. Average annualized total returns for Gateway Fund Class A at NAV is of December 31st, 2023. 3-month 4.55%. Year-to-date 14.43%. 1-year 14.43%. 3 years 3.83%. 5 years 5.82%. 10 years 4.47%. Average annualized total returns for Gateway Fund Class A with 5.75% maximum sales charges of December 31st. 2023, 3-month minus 1.46 year-to-date 7.85 1-year 7.853 years 1.815 years 4.57 10 years 3.85. Average annualized total returns for the S&P 500 indexes of December 31st, 2023, 3-month 11.69%, year-to-date 26.29%, 1-year 26.29%, 3 years 10.00%, 5 years 15.69%, 10 years 12.03%. Average annualized total returns for the Bloomberg US. Aggregate bond indexes of December 31st, 2023. 3-month 6.82%. Year-to-date 5.53%. 1-year 5.53%. 3 years minus 3.31%. 5 years 1.10%. 
10 years 1.81%. The Gateway Fund began operations in 1977 and changed its investment strategy to the current strategy in 1988. Average annualized total returns for Gateway Equity Call Premium Fund Class Y as of December 31, 2023, 3-month 5.93%, year-to-date 17.59%, 1-year 17.59%, 3-year 7.52 volt 5-years 9.47%, life of class September 30, 2014, 7.03%, average annualized total returns for Gateway Equity Call Premium Fund Class A at NAV as of December 31, 2023. 3-month 5.85%, year-to-date 17.35%, 1-year 17.35%, 3-year 7.27%, 5-years 9.21%, life of class September 30, 2014, 6.76%, average annualized total returns for Gateway Equity Call Premium Fund Class A with 5.75% maximum sales charges of December 31, 2023, 3-month minus 0.22%, year-to-date 10.61%, 1 year 10.61%, 3 years 5.16%, 5 years 7.92%, life of class September 30, 2014, 6.08%, average annualized total returns for the CBOE S&P 500 by right index, BXMSM, as of December 31, 2023, 3-month 4.19%, year-to-date 11.82%, 1-year 11.82%, 3-year 6.09%, 5 years 6.08%, life of class September 30, 2014, 5.32%, average annualized total returns for the S&P 500 indexes of December 31, 2023, 3-month 11.69%, year-to-date 26.29%, 1-year 26.29%, 3-years 10.00%, 5 years 15.69%, life of class September 30, 2014, 12.05%, performance data listed represents past performance and is no guarantee of, and not necessarily indicative of, future results, total return and value will vary, and you may have a gain or loss when shares are sold, current performance may be lower or higher than quoted, for most recent month-end performance, visit imnatixis.com, performance for other share classes will be greater or less based on differences in fees and sales charges, performance for periods less than one year is cumulative, not annualized, returns reflect changes in share price and reinvestment of dividends and capital gains, if any, gateway fund gross expense ratio 0.71%, class Y share, 0.96%, class A share, net expense ratio 0.70%, class Y share, 0.94%, Class A share. This arrangement is set to expire on April 30, 2024. Gateway Equity Call Premium Gross Expense Ratio 0.91%. Class Y share. 1.16%. Class A share. Net Expense Ratio 0.68%. Class Y share. 0.93%. Class A share. As of the most recent prospectus, the investment advisor has contractually agreed to waive fees and or reimburse expenses once the expense cap of the fund has been exceeded. This arrangement is set to expire on April 30, 2024. When an expense cap has not been exceeded, the gross and net expense ratios may be the same. Prior to the inception of Gateway Fund Class Y shares, February 19, 2008, performance is that of the predecessor fund and reflects the higher net expenses of that share class. Not all share classes available for purchase by all investors. Class Y shares are available to institutional investors with a minimum initial investment of $100,000 and through certain wrap fee programs, retirement plans, and investment advisory accounts with no minimum. See prospectus for more details. Performance shown for Gateway Fund Class A shares prior to February 15. 2008 is that of the predecessor fund restated to reflect the sales loads of Class A shares. Gateway fund risks all investing involves risk, 
including the risk of loss. Diversification does not guarantee a profit or protect against a loss. There is no assurance that any investment will meet its performance objectives or that losses will be avoided. Equity securities are volatile and can decline significantly in response to broad market and economic conditions. Options may be used for hedging purposes, but also entail risks related to liquidity, market conditions and credit that may increase volatility. The value of the fund's positions in options may fluctuate in response to changes in the value of the underlying asset. Selling call options may limit returns in a rising market. Definitions of terms used in this material. Beta is calculated for the three-year period and represents the risk associated with the fund relative to market risks. For example, the market has a beta of 1.00, so if a fund has a beta of 0.85, it can be expected to be 15% less volatile than the overall market. Conversely, if a fund has a beta of 1.08, it can be expected to be 8% more volatile than the overall market. Bloomberg US Aggregate Bond Index is an unmanaged index that covers the US dollar denominated investment grade fixed rate taxable bond market of SEC registered securities. The index includes bonds from the Treasury, government related, corporate, mortgage backed securities, asset backed securities, and collateralized mortgage backed securities sectors. You may not invest directly in an index. Congressional Budget Office, CBO, is a federal agency within the legislative branch of the United States government that provides budget and economic information to Congress. CBO Volatility Index, VIX, is a key measure of market expectations of near-term volatility conveyed by S&P 500 stock index option prices. The CBO Volatility Index, VIX, reflects a market estimate of future volatility, based on the weighted average of the implied volatilities for a wide range of strikes. First and second month expirations are used until 8 days from expiration, then the second and third are used. CBO S&P 500 Buy Right Index, BXMSM, is a benchmark index designed to track the performance of a hypothetical buy right strategy on the S&P 500 index. The SPX call is held until expiration and cash settled, at which time a new on a month, near the money call is written. Correlation is a statistical measure of how two securities move in relation to each other. Correlation is measured on a scale from plus 1.00 to minus 1.00 where 1.00 is perfect positive correlation. 0.00 indicates no relationship, and minus 1.00 is mirror opposite performance. Credit spread is the difference in yield between two bonds of similar maturity but different credit quality. Drawdown is a period of peak to valley performance for a series of investment returns, regardless of whether the drawdown consisted of consecutive months of negative performance. Futures are agreements to buy or sell a particular commodity or security at a predetermined price in the future. Index option, European style expiration, cash settled and exchange traded, an option contract on an index, e.g., S&P 500, in which the buyer, owner, pays a cash premium up front to the seller, writer, of the option. If at expiration, the option contract is in the money, the seller pays the owner cash in the amount of the difference between the option strike price and the current value of the index. Otherwise, the option expires worthless for the buyer and the seller keeps the full premium received up front. The writer of an option is paid a cash premium for taking on the risk associated with the option obligation to pay if the option expires in the money. Listed index options contracts can be closed or traded prior to expiration date, but not exercised. Long-only equity is a feature or policy of many mutual funds. It refers to a policy of only holding long positions in assets and securities PB. Trailing ratio is the weighted harmonic average of the price to book. PB ratios of all the stocks in the portfolio. PB ratio is the ratio of a stock's price to its book value per share. This excludes negative earnings PE. Trailing ratio is the weighted harmonic average of the price to earnings. PE ratios of all the stocks in the portfolio. PE ratio is the ratio of a stock's price to its earnings per share for the trailing 12 months. Does not include options. This excludes negative earnings. Peak to trough is the phase of the business cycle from the end of a period of growth. Peak into declining activity and contraction until it hits its ultimate cyclical bottom. 
Trough. The business cycle is a repetitive succession of changes in economic activity comprised of four distinct phases, expansion, recovery, peak, contraction, decline, and trough. Risk-adjusted return defines an investment's return by measuring how much risk is involved in producing that return, which is generally expressed as a number or rating. Risk-adjusted returns are applied to individual securities, investment funds and portfolios. R-squared is calculated for the three-year period and represents the percentage of the fund's movements that can be explained by the movements of the market. For example, index funds will tend to have R-squared values very close to 100. Standard deviation measures the risk of a portfolio or market. Beta, R-squared and standard deviation are calculated on a monthly basis for the three-year annualized period as of the most recent quarter end. Sharp ratio is a measure of risk-adjusted return, calculated by dividing an investment's excess return over a riskless asset, such as the three-month T-bill by its standard deviation of returns. The higher the Sharp ratio, the better the historical risk-adjusted performance. S&P 500 index is a widely recognized measure of U.S. stock market performance. It is an unmanaged index of 500 common stocks chosen for market size, liquidity, and industry group representation, among other factors. You may not invest directly in an index. Standard deviation is a statistical measure that sheds light on historical volatility. TINA is an abbreviation for there is no alternative. Volatility is the range of variation in the value of a security. Volatility management techniques may result in periods of loss and underperformance, may limit the fund's ability to participate in rising markets and may increase transaction costs. Weighted average moneyness is how much an option contract strike price is in the money, ITM or out of the money, OTM expressed as a percentage of the price of the option contract's underlying asset. Weighted average days to expiration is the weighted average time until the expiration date of the options. Weighted average call premium to earn is the weighted average potential cash flow to be earned from written call options measured as a percentage of stock assets. Yield curve is a curve that shows the relationship among bond yields across the maturity spectrum. Yield curve inversion is when the interest rate environment in which long-term debt instruments have a lower yield than short-term debt instruments. The index information contained herein is derived from third parties and is provided on an as-is basis. You may not invest directly in an index. The user of this information assumes the entire risk of use of this information. Each of the third-party entities involved in compiling, computing or creating index information disclaims all warranties, including, without limitation, any warranties of originality, accuracy, completeness, timeliness, non-infringement, mercantility and fitness for a particular purpose. With respect to such information, this material is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. There can be no assurance that developments will transpire as forecasted. Actual results may vary. The views and opinions expressed are as of January. 2024, and may change based on market and other conditions. The index information contained herein is derived from third parties and is provided on an as-is basis. The user of this information assumes the entire risk of use of this information. Each of the third-party entities involved in compiling, computing or creating index information disclaims all warranties, including, without limitation, any warranties of originality, accuracy, completeness, timeliness, non-infringement, mercantility and fitness for a particular purpose. With respect to such information, before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit imnatixis.com or call 800-225-5478 for a prospectus or a summary prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully. Natixis Distribution, LLC is a limited-purpose broker-dealer and the distributor of various registered investment companies for which advisory services are provided by affiliates of Natixis Investment Managers. POD 135 December, 2023. Add tracks. 237767624 1 expiration date April 30th 2024